0: Atonement for Me, Episode 18: Whitewashing with
1: Cynthia Stilts.
0: Hey, Magical Misfits! It's Caden Ivy, and welcome back to Atonement for Me with Cynthia Luai, who is now a permanent fixture on my couch.
1: I I live here now. (laughs) I know.
0: The dog thinks so. <laughs> the dog's like, I have a pet. Yeah. yeah. I have a pet. I'm, I'm
1: Vader's pet. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Hierarchy. Hmm. <laughs> thanks for having me back.
0: Yeah. Thanks for being in my little bubble. Hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, we can't socialize too much. Hmm. We're like breaking COVID rules right now. That's what we do. We break rules. Not
1: necessarily, no. We're not over 50 people. Are we? Are we breaking rules?
0: I don't know, they keep changing. I don't think so. This one's got enough personality for 50, does that count?
1: Yeah, we're breaking rules. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, Mm -hmm. brought you back to talk about something that we kind of touched on in the past couple episodes and something that we kind of bonded over, I guess, through our time at Mm -hmm. Sephora. And that's pretty much how everything just has that like little layer of like Eurocentricity over it. Yeah commonly known as whitewashing.
1: Yes. Yeah, to be blunt.
0: To... Who? Who's she? Who's she?
1: I know her very well. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or besties. Or besties. Yeah, I love a good blunt. I love a <laughs> yeah. good blunt. We'll spark one right after this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's our episode. No, i just kidding. Yeah, yeah, we gotta go.
1: It's <laughs> been great. It's
0: been great. <laughs> yeah. It's been a time. But... Now we actually have to talk about the elephant, yeah room. well,
1: whitewashing is like a like some people would consider it like a harsh word, even, yeah, but it's yeah to be blunt
0: to, well, I know we've heard it
1: several times, oh my
0: gosh we we would be Bezos if we got <laughs> a buck for every time we heard this, like let's be serious I yeah, I grew up in a very like british household very canadian household grew up with all my canadian friends Mm -hmm. and then when i'm meeting other like cultures Mm -hmm. and especially when i meet people who are are filipino too Mm -hmm. and they start speaking tagalog to me and i'm just like i can't speak the language and they just look at you and they're just like oh girl you've been Mm -hmm. whitewashed
1: Oh, I know that look that you... I know that look so well. The
0: disappointment in you. And yeah. we've, we've just met. I've done nothing to, like, let you down, but just... Oh.
1: It's like you're a disgrace to our culture. Yeah. It's like, literally, that's how it feels. They're not saying it, but the look they're giving you is like, you're a disgrace. Like, excuse and for, me. And,
0: and it's just us adopting to
1: I a Canadian... It. Yeah
0: environment.
1: Which would happen to anyone.
0: Exactly. You you go somewhere, you're going to pick up on the traits and the language of the things around yeah. you unless you're a hermit. But you moved here. Mm-hmm. Did you...
1: Oh, yeah. Like, well, English was my second language. Yeah. So when I moved here, I couldn't speak English. This was in grade two. And, um, I, like, the area was a little bit... Like, it wasn't rough, but, like, it was rough, a little bit.
0: <laughs> it wasn't like, rough. It was It was rough. Like, the kids it were... It was rough. The but- kids were
1: definitely rough. Like, the kids in the neighborhood were, like, fighters, like, that kind, you know? And um, so I got made fun of a lot. I got bullied a lot uh, for being foreign. And at the time, like, you're a kid. You don't understand, right? So you just want to fit in. Mm-hmm. I want to be like everybody else. I don't want to be bullied anymore. Yeah. So my goal... At the time, and I had no idea at the time, but looking back, like, I tried so hard to lose my accent once I learned English. I, like, and kids pick up quick on things. Oh, yeah. I lost my accent really quick. Yeah. And because I didn't want to be made fun of. Because even, like, when I could, for, well, first they would make fun of me because I couldn't speak English. Mm-hmm. And then when I could speak English, they would, like, talk back to me in the accent, like, to make fun of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So And then when I got rid of it, it was... Like, well, just like being brown in general. Yeah. And then it started slowly going into like gay slurs. Mm-hmm. So it was, oh, I, I couldn't run away from nothing.
0: Yeah. If it was like, ev- as soon as you correct yeah. something, there's something else. Mm-hmm. And it all is just because you're different. Yeah. You're it, like, it when it boils down to it, it's nothing personality wise. Mm-hmm. It's not. You you like, pick your mm-hmm. nose behind the portable and recess or whatever. Like it.
1: It makes you ashamed of something that you like. You shouldn't you, you be have ashamed for. No,
0: no control over. Uh-huh. And then because you're trying to assimilate to your surroundings, you have to be the best. Yeah. You put so many expectations There's on yourself. There's a harsher eye
1: on you, and you're assimilating to your surroundings, and so like then you get. Like we talked about this before, then you get like the people here being like, "Oh, like oh well, you're a white Arab, or Ooh. like you're you're wh- you're it's okay, you're white, you're the white version, it's okay." I'm like, "What do you mean it's okay?" Mm-hmm. But then and then you also get like, "Okay, so once I have Westernized enough for you guys, now my people are calling me whitewashed, and I don't get respect for my people, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, fuck, I can't please any side."
0: Or when people say oh, but I don't see you as that. Mm. It's just like, okay, so you have to let me know that you don't see me as another category. I didn't know that I fit into a category in the first place, but you're, you're rest assured, I don't fit into this particular yeah. category. And then you're seen as other, or you're ethnic, mm-hmm. or you're exotic, and it's almost fetishized. Mm-hmm
1: and then and then there's people that like will also say well like that's stupid that you're doing that
0: or if you kind of like you make fun of yourself mm-hmm. to put people at ease and and then people get uncomfortable but they don't realize that they've done the exact same thing to you it's mm-hmm. just like i'll crack an asian joke and people be like
1: that's oh, yeah, un- yeah. that's
0: super uncomfortable. Why would you do that? But they would also be the people to be like, oh, yeah, this is my Asian friend.
1: Yeah. And then it'll, it'll be someone that'll be like, oh, wait, you don't do nails or say something so ignorant like that. Or, like Yeah.
0: Or it'd be like, what do you mean you can't use chopsticks? Yeah. Uh, I was raised by Brits and I'm Filipino and we use spoons. Huh. So... <laughs> in zeer, in neither yeah. culture would i have been using chopsticks thank you very much yeah. but it's it's those it's those things where you're not of this place but you're not of
1: and you literally your grow ancestry. up with no representation
0: zero representation anywhere.
1: anywhere you're not like this girl you're not like that girl you're not like but both of these girls are making fun of you yes and then it's like well I'm watching TV. There's no one like me on TV.
0: But you just accept that. Oh, yeah. Because you don't think that there's anything wrong with that because that's just the way things are. Mm -hmm. And you just keep going about your business because you're just like, Mm -hmm. well, why would anything be different? Because nobody has told you or shown you otherwise.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's getting whiny. He agrees.
0: I have lots to say on this. Yeah. You, You just let me have it.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, now he shuts up. We like, oh, yeah. turn it on him.
1: That's us. That's literally. That's literally, us. That's literally
0: <laughs> us. That is. That is exactly what happens. We are talking the house down yeah. until the camera's rolling, and then we're like,
1: <gasps> yeah, oh yeah.
0: But wait. but
1: then there's also like uh, so I get asked performing drag. I'm known to do a lot of like hip hop style. Yeah. And like I've been asked a couple times. So like, why do you do that? And they don't say it, but I can tell it's almost from, like, a condescending. For me, it was, like, growing up, I couldn't really relate to Arab music because that's not what was around me, Mm -hmm. and that's not what anyone was listening to. If I go to a party, no one's jamming to friggin' Nancy. It's, like, it's just not around. But then also, I don't relate to white music.
0: Yeah, because that's not the world that you grew up in.
1: And it was when I was being made fun of for being brown as a kid, in our neighborhood, like the the only kids that didn't make fun of me for that were the black kids. Yeah. So that's who I ended up like hanging out with and they kind of like, like that community really did take me in because there wasn't an Arab community. Yeah. And then there wasn't even, but forget about being queer, that's a whole other, that's a whole other can of worms, but it was just really, it's the closest representation that I can link to yeah. in music.
0: Cause you, you would grasp to any like little tidbit of something that you could relate to, yeah. And it might be something that is a total reach, mm-hmm. but that's literally the only thing that you have to go on.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. S- I know. He said same. Like, He's just like yeah.
0: I, I understand. I'm you- a dog. <laughs> oh, I'm surrounded by the humans. <laughs> okay, Go sit down, buddy. And then, even. The things that we like look look to like movies and television shows, like you look at the Disney Channel, and they'll be like the token black kid, and then that the, the that's, one POC, that's your,
1: like literally, that's it's,
0: that's that is your represent. It's like here's your representation. We have an other,
1: and usually in like sitcoms and TV shows, the POC character is like the stupid one
0: or the stereotypical. Like, it'll be, like, the Mexican guy. Yeah. Or it'll be the Asian, mm-hmm. like, convenience store owner. Yeah, Or, yeah. like, it'll be, like, that kind of stuff. But I only, like, you don't actually think about that. No. Ex- until you're kind of smacked in the face with it. I was so excited. I, I'm a big Disney geek. Mm-hmm. Like, I love fairy tales. I know that's a whole other problem there. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: this could... Probably. But as a
1: kid, you don't know. You're just oh, yeah. seeing like your fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and and pretty things in colors. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't till I was in college when The Princess and the Frog came out. Mm. And like I was so excited there was gonna be a like somebody who is, is black and it wasn't it wasn't like a token. Mm-hmm. Like Pocahontas is Native American. Mulan, it's Chinese. Like. But she um, her and her prince spent the entire movie as frogs that's not representation love that it's fine it's fine we can have colored people if they're if they're in animal form lion king all set in africa mm. all animals hmm
1: it's true. It's, it's, then, it's a token. It has to be a token. It has to be a token. Yeah. Because
0: like Mulan, warrior.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pocahontas, like savior of her people kind of thing. And then you have like Jasmine, which is the only like princess princess. And she pathological, pathological liar. Mm-hmm. The only person who is good enough for her has yeah. to lie about literally everything. Huh.
1: It's pretty twisted. As as a kid, you never think of that stuff, but like growing up and watching back Disney movies, it's pretty fucked up.
0: Oh my God, my I was like examining my life. I wanted to be Jasmine so bad when Mm. I was a kid. And then I grow up and I date pathological liars. (laughs) Pathological street rats, (laughs) like. I mean. (sighs) Choices, choices but we're so formed by our environment Mm -hmm. and if our environment is forcing everything through a lens that you have to be eurocentric that everything is that anything that matters Mm -hmm. is within just this tiny scope
1: well it's just like acting like applying for roles you can relate to that there's like when do you see, like it's open ethnicity is showing up more now. role will be stereotypical too.
0: Oh yeah, but that's why I get casting calls from people being like, Caitlin, we, we need an ethnic girl on set right now. Mm-hmm. What time's call? It's nine o'clock now, call was at seven. Oh, so I'm literally the afterthought as the ethnic female.
1: They, they literally said, who's brown? Who's br- Literally, <laughs> say, who, literally. Who do I know? And I show up on set. I show up
0: on set. And then we we're like, we really wanted a black girl.
1: <laughs> and
0: there's me literally brushed my teeth and ran out the door going.
1: <gasps> but like, okay, so even if you did though, but why would they say that to you? Like that's it. It's. What?
0: Because we are so used to that being a descriptor of us as our only like character <sighs> that we know that when we're looking at things, we can apply for things that are ethnic mm. or open ethnicity. And then we we know that if you go to modeling agencies, mm-hmm. if you go like in front of a casting director, they're going to talk about your ethnicity as if you were marking down if you have brown hair or mm-hmm. brown eyes or blue eyes
1: they were they were needing a lot of indigenous people for this thing like you'll get some work or something and i was like i'm not indigenous but i got I'll-
0: asked if i had an indigenous grandfather because yeah. they needed somebody i'm just like yeah let me yeah, just for, let for me just the same thing let me yeah it, it was, was i know thing. it was because the casting company uh, is doing the same yeah but
1: I was like, I mean, of course I wouldn't mind, but like, that's an assumption. Like, I'm not, off- I'm not offended, but like, I don't even, huh? is uh, that they like the way it was worded, it was almost like, well, like you have hope for work. A career, you, you, you have, have hope, hope for a yeah. career. But for me, I'm just
0: like, nice of you to assume that I have a grandfather. Uh,
1: uh, seriously, yeah.
0: Like. My grandfather lives in England, Mm. and he's super, super white. (laughs) Like, he's in no way, shape, or form look like me. But do you happen to have an indigenous... Doesn't everybody... Like, what? Yeah. My dad likes to joke all the time, and he's just like, we cover every spectrum in the house because I'm generic old white man and you're ethnic female.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, yeah, and then you're queer, too, so there's that and are really, straight <laughs> yeah you really cover every spectrum
0: <laughs> but just two people yeah we cover every spectrum by two people wow but then, yeah but see we're so used to grasping at those little mm-hmm. tiny things because that's like you get crumbs yeah you get nothing
1: but you don't even realize it at the time no like at the time you just think like oh like this is just how it is you don't realize it. I
0: thought all characters in books were white.
1: Mm. mm. I
0: cuz like at the in my head I was like well why would they make it about somebody else because growing up I was raised to think that other cultures were less important. On that yeah. and because of that in my head they were lesser. Mhm. And it's only recently that I've had to, like, undo a lot of the white superiority training that I had in my head. Same. And I didn't know that that was not an option.
1: I, I wasn't even aware of it. Yeah. It's, there's, like, back in the day, oh, this is actually, this is, like, so embarrassing, but, like, linking back to accountability and, you know, um... Back in the day when I was in high school, I, of course, I was still being bullied for being queer and brown. Um, but then, like in the winter, me and my friend, who was also like me, like uh, a white Arab, we would, we would have this joke, and now looking back, I'm so mortified, but we would say, like, I don't get clocked. And we would almost like celebrate us first. And I'm like, oh my God. I think back and I'm like, clock me. I don't like it. Why? But then now realizing it was ingrained in my head. And at the time it was just fun and games and a joke. But why did that even need to be a joke? I yeah. don't get clocked. So- the
0: first Sephora that I ever worked at, there's me and another Filipino girl. Mm-hmm. And she was Asian and I was other Asian. And we thought it was cute. Yeah. It was our nicknames. It was like, oh, hi, it wasn't me, it was Mm -hmm. other Asian. And I think about that now, Mm -hmm. and I'm like.
1: Oh yeah, I used to laugh at terrorist jokes. Now I could punch someone in the face. (laughs) Yeah. Right? (laughs) Yeah, because it's like, it's it's normalized and yeah.
0: How much a white focus is the first thing in our head. Mm -hmm. And how like, we'll take things of ours and try to adjust it to our environment. Yeah. We accept the stereotypes yeah. and use that as armor mm-hmm. because we're, that's that's what people are used to seeing. Mm-hmm. They're not used to seeing
1: it's, it's hard to avoid that actually. yeah. like I find sometimes I still do that like without realizing it. it's hard to avoid. Oh, yeah. Because it's you're so conditioned.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do drag makeup. I play up Eurocentric features. Yeah. Like, there is a difference for me when I do makeup
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the Eurocentric way. Mm-hmm. And when I do my own makeup, there's a difference. Yeah. And there's a difference on how I'll be treated after that. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that I even put together in my head until this year. Like, I don't make a conscious decision that it's, like, this is what I'm going to emulate today. No. But that's... I've been that conditioned.
1: Because you're in that awkward middle ground of trying to subconsciously please both sides.
0: Mm-hmm. And also trying to figure out, of those sides... Where do you belong? Mm. Because you're told one side of you is almost like your closet side. Mm-hmm. And the other side is the acceptable side. And that's all you see. You you present that whitewashed image of yourself.
1: Without realizing.
0: Without even thinking about it. Because mm-hmm. that that's just your conditioning.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy, like if you even think of like, for my side, like Middle Eastern makeup, even here, like uh, everything we do here is to wipe out our features. We're contouring our noses, we're uh, brightening this, we're doing this, that, that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but if you think about it from the big picture,
0: yeah, like if you look at it from like an anthropological standpoint, yeah. and take like feelings and like humanity out of it, just looking at exactly behaviors, it's unsettling. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, like I'll say straight up, like I growing up was very dysphoric from my nose because it looked very Middle Eastern and i felt like the only way i could be happy and to be honest it's i'm not proud to say but i still feel like i wouldn't have been comfortable with myself if i kept my old nose because it just it's deeply rude i know it's really common culture it's just like um like in asian culture how they do the eyelid you mentioned mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. very common in arab culture to do your nose mm-hmm. And most Arabs will really do a Caucasian nose, mm-hmm. and that's not what I wanted to do. But that's that's besides the point. But it's like it's we're but it's going part
0: to, of it. We're
1: going to the extremes of getting surgery. Yeah, and I know I did it, and I'm glad I did it, and I stand for it. But it's we're we're really there. We're getting surgery.
0: Yeah, and it's not like a tan that you can just take away. Yeah. And like you can like dabble in it, and mm-hmm. like it'll be fine. This is permanent, and that's something that you've taken in that I've taken in mm-hmm. as something that the world is more comfortable seeing, mm-hmm. and that's obviously intertwined with like our our self worth and our self confidence. Aesthetically
1: pleasing because you're more Eurocentric. Yeah, presenting,
0: and I'll go. I'll go in waves of either playing up being exotic, mm-hmm. or go in the opposite direction and like super try to be like mm-hmm. Vogue. Yeah, and it's that constant pendulum of back and forth,
1: which is fine, but but there's a reason for it. It's the it. It's the reason for it, and then there's the criticism you see through that pendulum. Like, I go this side, okay, this side's happy, but now this side's pissed. And then I go this side, now this side's judging me because I'm whitewashed. And so it's just like, well, fuck, you have no representation. You have pressure from both sides, you have criticism. It's like, well, what do you want us to do?
0: And that's just the tea. That is the tea. Sis.